Today on CityCast Philly. Violence at gas stations in the city has risen sharply in recent years. Why, though? I'm talking to a reporter who looked into this issue. We're going to talk about what he discovered and how gas stations fit into this larger gun violence crisis we're in. It's Monday, December 5th, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. Mensa Dean, you're the Philadelphia reporter for The Trace, a news outlet focused solely on covering gun violence. And your latest story looks at the rising rates of violent crime at gas stations. Mensa, if you have a car, you have to go to the gas stations regularly. How much has violent crime gone up at gas stations in the city? Well, gun crime is up in Philadelphia, has been for several years now. So it really shouldn't be a surprise that gun crimes are up at gas stations as well. Violent crime has spiked, and it's quite eye-opening when you look at the numbers. For carjackings, for example, Mm -hmm. there were no armed carjackings in Philadelphia uh, in 2018, 2019, and 2020. And so in just this year alone, through October, there have been 30 when, you, when you're talking about statistics, that's off the charts. When it comes to uh, robberies at, at gas stations, there, have been, there were 69 through October. And these numbers are coming from the police department, the right? The Philadelphia Police Department, yes. Mm-hmm. So in 2018, there were 14 armed robberies. Uh, in 2019, there were 18. In 2020, there were 20. And so th- just this year, the year is not over, there have been six, 69 Homicides in the last two years, there's been nine at gas stations. There were none in 2018, 2019, or 2020. But like I was saying before, like gas stations, if you have a car, you go there, you have your kids in the back seat, you pick up some snacks, um, you're on your way to work. I mean, the th- the threat of violence at a place where you frequent a lot is very scary. Yes, it is. It is because, you know, anyone who has a car has to you have to go to the gas station. It's not like you can avoid. It's not like a nightclub right, or a certain part of town. And right. that's another aspect of this crime. The crime has is spread around the city. You know, it's in northeast Philadelphia, west Philadelphia, southwest Philadelphia. It's, it's not concentrated in one place. It is very scary. It's almost like Russian roulette. The odds are you won't be a victim, but if you are a victim, it's it's going to be bad. What did some experts tell you about what may be the cause of this spike in violent crime at gas stations? Well, I was told by the, some of the people who I interviewed, who included uh, a police official, a crim- criminologist from Temple University, a representative from the service station industry, and mm-hmm. that there's all anecdotal. Uh, that there are just more guns in society, in Philadelphia in particular, which is the case in many places in America. But there are more guns, legal and illegal. We saw a big uptick in people buying guns when the pandemic hit in 2020 because there was so much anxiety, concern in the community. And so people armed themselves and and law-abiding people did. And so did un, you know unlaw-abiding people, if you will. That's been a problem in Philadelphia for years. People traveling about with unlicensed guns 
some of those people who don't have the legal right to have those guns. So you have a groundswell of more guns in circulation. That was one of the reasons cited for this um, uptick. I also, I was told several times that it's it's harder to steal ca- cars now, park cars that are unoccupied. Uh, in times gone by, you could you know break in and hot wire the car, but because of technology now, it's hot wiring is a thing of the past, and it's more um, expedient, if you will, to uh, you know steal a car when there's the you know a key there, and and, and when you're at a gas station, you have the owner, he's got, he or she has the key, they've got a wallet to boot. So it makes it an ideal place for armed bandits to take, steal a car. Medza, in your story, you also talked to families who had lost loved ones to this type of violence, or their loved one got shot at a gas station. And some of these folks are actually pursuing lawsuits against the gas stations and building owners. Why is that? Well, in civil law, it's permissible to sue if uh, the business did not take reasonable precautions to safeguard the well-being, the safety of their their customers and their employees. In the case of a gas station, that that could mean you have to have bright lights, Mm -hmm. ample lights to light up your place. You've got to have cameras. You, a reasonable person may have security in you know the late overnight hours, things such as this. I mean, whether a gas station is liable or not, of course, would be up to a jury in a court of law because each case you know stand is is stands on its, its own different. merits. So, but there there have been successful lawsuits um, uh, of gas stations and convenience stores. In some cases, stores had prior knowledge that they had problems with security, with people loitering. There have been other incidents of robberies, uh, carjacking, shootings, and and they took no precautions thereafter. And so these are all the things that lawyers would would bring to bear to argue in a court of law. Can you tell us a little bit about those people and the families that you profiled? I spoke to the mothers of two young men who were killed at city gas stations this year and last year. Both cases are unsolved, which is the case in most homicides in Philadelphia. Um, These two cases have not resulted in arrest yet. One happened in March in East Kensington, and the young man just stopped in to get something from the convenience store. On his way out of the store to his car, he was ambushed and shot dead. He was not known to the police. He was not someone who who had a notorious uh, reputation. So his mother is baffled as to why this happened to him. And in the other case, it was in August of last year, he was shot and killed at a gas station in Winfield, which is uh, on, on a block that includes uh, the studios for Channel 17. And so it's not a high crime area, but this young man stopped at a gas station at 5 a.m. after he had got off of his job as, at a warehouse and he was shot in the back and killed. And in both cases, no no wallets were taken, no money was taken, and their cars were not taken. So, um, and these are these are two young men in different parts of the city. Uh, they did not know each other, obviously, but their cases are very similar in that they were killed for unknown reasons and nothing was taken from them. Uh, and both of those service stations where these men were killed, there were previous murders also, recent murders. 
these cases speak to how random violence can be at gas stations. One was a, was a white man who was killed in Winfield and uh, the other was an African-American man who was killed in uh, East Kensington. The mothers are, you know, they've been gripped by, you know, grief and um, frustration because they haven't heard much from the police. Again, that's that's pretty typical in my career. I've I can't tell you the, the number of times that I've heard the loved ones say I, we can't get through to homicide detectives. And, you know, we don't know what's going on with the investigation um, because homicide detectives are, are, are swamped, you know, in this city. We know that the city has budgeted funds for anti-violence initiatives, but Mensa, is there any work being done by city council to make sure that gas stations are safer? Actually, no. I inquired about that. Uh, I checked in with um, city council president Daryl Clark's office to see if there was any legislation in the pipeline um, to speak specifically to gas stations, and there were not. I was told that, you know, they've done things to make schools safer, recreation centers safer, and the communities in general safer, which include gas stations, but nothing specific to gas stations. In my reporting, I, I did uncover that there are places in America that are, in fact, addressing gas stations because gas stations are magnets for crime, especially in the evening hours. And in DeKalb County, Georgia, which is right outside of Atlanta, there was a bill that was recently passed that requires them to have gas stations to have working camera systems at all times, um, which is it seems like a no brainer, you right. know, uh, but in here we don't have that law. I mean, it's up to gas stations to you know, decide if they want to have cameras. You know, many of them do, but all of them don't. Uh, in a suburb uh, right outside of Chicago, they just passed an ordinance, uh, I believe it was in September, banning gas stations from being open 24 hours a day um, because there they have uh, had problems with gas stations being crime, gun crimes happening at gas stations in the overnight hours, late hours. So, I mean, and there were there are other you know places around the country that have taken similar actions. But uh, to answer your question, no, there are no laws on the books in Philadelphia right now to address just gas station safety. What can people do to protect themselves if they go to gas stations? Be vigilant. Be engaged in, uh, you know, situational awareness. Being a, just, that is what it sounds like. Being aware of your situation. Check out the gas station before you pull in and before you get out of your car. You know, if there are people standing around loitering, um, you might want to pick another gas station to go to. Put your phone away. You know, don't be, no, don't check your emails before you get out of the car because then, then, then you're, you know, you're not aware of who's around your car, you know, your common sense, you know. And basically, I mean, there, there's not a lot you can do, but just, you know, like any place that you would go, if it doesn't feel right, you know, keep moving. Mensa Dean, Philadelphia reporter for The Trace, thank you so much for joining me on CityCast Philly. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. We'll have a link to Mensa's full story in our show notes. And if you're looking for gun violence resources, check out Up the Block, powered by The Trace. And here's what else Philly's talking about. City Council approved a permanent curfew for teenagers. If the bill is signed by the mayor, teens who are 14 to 17 years old have to be home by 10 p.m. And children 13 years or younger have to be in the house by 930 
We'll have more on this topic of curfews for teens and children later this week. And the city's Office of Arts, Culture and the Creative Economy and the African-American Historic Statue Advisory Committee are asking for artist submissions for a permanent Harriet Tubman statue. The statue will be installed on the northeast apron of City Hall, and it will be the city's first public statue featuring a historic African-American woman. The deadline for part one of this process is January 26th at 5 p.m. And they're encouraging people of color, women, and artist teams to apply. For more information, go to creativephl.org. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed the show, tell your neighbors about the podcast. Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to Hey Philly. That's our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.